Drax is the largest provider of renewable electricity in the UK and plays a critical role in ensuring a secure energy system. The company has plans to invest billions in new infrastructure, such as bioenergy with carbon capture and storage, which will create thousands of jobs, whilst also delivering the energy needed by homes and businesses up and down the UK. Discover more at Drax.com. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots. I'm James Hill and I'm joined today by Isabel Hartman from the Conservative Party Conference in Manchester. Now, Isabel, you spent most of the day inside the conference hall. Who is up and speaking? And I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this morning we had the Transport Secretary, Mark Harper, who um, did not really talk about trains at all. I'd say he was more of the roads secretary. <laughs> um, we also have had speeches from the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, this afternoon, uh, from Kemi Badenoch, um, from Mel Stride, the Work and Pension Secretary, from Gillian Keegan, the Education Secretary, and from Therese Coffey, the Environment Secretary. They have been of varying levels of interest, um, and the hall has been... Um, uh, it's been better attended than yesterday, I have to say. We're just, uh, for those who can hear noises off on this podcast, we are in the main exhibition hall of the, the conference, which is uh, the place uh, with the least noise. I think the only place quieter probably would be the hall itself. Um, <laughs> so not really there. But yes, yeah. And, you know, the, the atmosphere here isn't, isn't great. I think the Manchester Hall does suck away um, quite a lot of atmosphere whoever's uh, having their conference and whoever whatever sort of demeanor they they have but um the action is very much on the fringes um the most warmly received speech today has been kemi badenoch she got sincere and excited applause from uh, delegates whereas the others got applause uh, they got perfunctory laughs for some of their jokes like jeremy hunt saying that he uh, didn't think that anyone should have uh, their right to a bank account removed because of what they believed and then made some jokes about how you know the SNP needed a bank account to get money out and um, for their motorhomes and so on and there was sort Classic. of happy laughter from that but um but but no sort of great enthusiasm and really the action and the interest has been around former Prime Minister Liz Trust, and you can talk um, more about that, James, um, and the swirling rumours about whether or not the Manchester to Birmingham leg of HS2 is going to be cancelled. Yes, I mean, I think that this conference most reminds me of 2018. 2018, of course, there was a lot of dissatisfaction with the membership, with the leadership at that time, and conversely, that was expressed in packed-out audiences with Boris Johnson and Jacob Rees-Mogg, the so-called momentum of that year. And I think Today, that's really been shown in the high attendance of two uh, big fringe events. One was the uh, Great British Growth Rally with the Fab Four of Liz Truss, Ranul Jayawanna, Pretty Patel and Jacob Rees-Mogg. And then a few hours later, the so-called New Conservatives Rally uh, with a whole host of names, including Rees-Mogg, Patel, but also those two members of the 2019 intake, Miriam Cates and Danny Kruger. Both of those events attracted about 250 people or so. The Truss won, I think a further 200 or so were turned away. And I think that really demonstrates the kind of earnestness with which uh, a lot of those MPs who aren't in government are putting forward their case and also the reception, good reception they're getting from the members here who I think were keen for things like manifestos and missions and rallies. And clearly there is a real sense, and judging from what you've said, Isabel, of a sense of dissatisfaction with what's currently being offered up. Uh, and so I think all this, a lot of this is about sort of laying down the main markers for the future. It's no surprise, of course, that Cohen Badnock uh, one we've tipped repeatedly around last summer uh, in 2022 for leader, likely to be a firm membership favourite going into the next contest. 
Um, and I think what was quite telling was just how much of what was said today really went against the past 13 years of Conservative government. So the first event was the you know, trust rally was all about growth and basically an explicit and, you know, uh, rejection of the past 13 years, what the Conservatives have done on the economics. And then we saw the new Conservatives was the social side, which rejected. So there's a lot of things around, um, you know, to do with borders, national security, um, things to do with sex education in schools. And so I think really there's a sense of that, that members return to that long-term question, which is why isn't the country after 13 years of Conservative rule more Conservative? Why aren't they grateful? Um, well, yeah, and where are the <laughs> achievements? And there was one man who stood up today in the new Conservative one, and he said, you know, why haven't we done more of this? It's great to talk about this now in 2023. Why were we talking about it eight years earlier at the start of this kind of pure Conservative government? So I think that's the real sense I'm taking away from this. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how much that continues tomorrow, when I believe Suella Bradman's been on those making her conference hall speeches. Yeah, tomorrow's the, the sort of law and order day on the right. conference floor. We'll see how much order is kept uh, amongst <laughs> those ministers and I, I don't know about you James but a lot of the policies that have been announced struck me today as being sort of I suppose what you might caricature as common sense policies I mean Gillian Keegan said the word common sense a lot in her speech but also small not even retail offers because they don't even really involve spending any money they're just things that people find annoying about life I mean it's almost sort of appealing to the passive aggressive vote and you know I'm, I'm absolutely up for passive aggressive policy making i'm expecting there to be sort of you know speed lanes on streets uh, for, for pedestrians who walk too slowly or you know fines for quiet carriages based on the current trajectory because we've had you know, transport we had we've had the end of the war on the motorist which i wasn't aware there was a war on the motorist but apparently that that is ending anyway um mark harper saying that the conservatives are proudly pro-car ending the misuse of 15-minute neighbourhoods, as he described it, um, had uh, Gillian Keegan announcing something that lots of schools are doing anyway, which is uh, banning pupils from using mobile phones. And she did admit within her speech that, uh, that this would be extending what uh, good practice schools were already doing to other schools. Um, and so it's things that are kind of talking points uh, that wind people up, but aren't really, you know, they're not big radical public sector reforms. Not a surprise really, given we're going into an election year, uh, but they're also not turning the spending taps on, which is basically how Boris Johnson uh, characterised what his government would be in 2019. We're not really getting any of, you know, come to the land of sweets. This is very much sort of come here and we'll sort out things that mildly annoy you about your neighbours. Yeah. I think it's where this is the kind of contrast between the slogan, which is long-term plan for securing Britain's future. And then actually a lot of things are very, you know, quite short-term, uh, quite relatively insubstantial stuff that doesn't really need legislation or is actually kind of real structural well, the problems. responsibility of central government at all, it turns out, in lots well, of cases. <laughs> yeah, but a mission creep. And so I think you can't classic, end up this this approach of a state doing more and but doing it less well effectively. Yeah. And so the, the, the main speech today has obviously been Jeremy Hunt as Chancellor. Um, he did not talk about HS2 uh, either. So Mark Harper, Transport Secretary, didn't talk about HS2. The Chancellor didn't either. He early on uh, made the point which Conservative MPs do need to hear from their um, senior figures, which is that he thinks that the tax burden is too high. Um, but it's not, as the Institute for Fiscal Studies has argued, a permanent shift to a high tax economy. Uh, he wants the Treasury to shift to thinking about long-term savings. He thinks that the public sector needs to be more efficient. 
he doesn't want to spend uh, lots and lots of money with, with little return. Now, that may well lead into the anticipated HS2 announcement, but the announcement that Hunt wanted to give, or the announcement that Hunt was given, was that he was freezing civil service expansion and going to bring its numbers back to um, how they were um, before the pandemic. And he's also um, commissioning John Glenn, one of his junior ministers, to do a review of public sector productivity to look at why doctors, police officers, teachers are spending more of their time on admin than they are on uh, the sort of face-to-face work that they're supposed to be doing uh, maintaining law and order, um, teaching pupils, treating patients, and so on. I, I think some of their, some of John Glenn's findings might be that um, the, the sort of people that you like to cut when you're making public sector cuts, such as managers, administrators, and support workers, um, are actually quite useful if you want teachers to not be doing paperwork, but, but there we go. Um, so those were the two big announcements. And again, you know, no spending commitments there. Yeah, and I think sort of talking around, I think the, the dissatisfaction with the public services is clearly something that's sort of bubbling away here in a sense of I think after 13 years a sense of why aren't we getting more value for less which was what was the sort of promise of the 2010-2015 parliament and now that seems to have got lost along the way so I think there's a sense of the party trying to really find itself and whether they'll be able to have that kind of honest conversation this side of an election I'm not sure if they will I mean, what was the most striking thing I should say also in terms of this debate around how we have tax and spend was the speech that really stuck out to me at the New Conservatives was Jake Berry's speech. And he was talking about this new tax pledge which was announced over the weekend. 33 Conservative MPs have now signed on to it. Uh, they pledged they will vote against any new tax rate. Anything that increases the tax burden on the state, they will vote against it. Uh, one reporter asked, does that include stealth taxes? And then yes, and he said, confirmed, yes, that includes increasing the overall amount of money taken by taxation. Uh, I think two stats today, one of which was that, uh, you know, 33 MPs have signed up to that. That's obviously... You know, you've got a working majority of 60. The other point is that 60 MPs have now signed up to Liz Truss, Ranel Jawamna's uh, Conservative Growth Group. So I think it would be interesting to see whether that shapes any considerations going into the, the autumn statement and the budget next year and the finance bill that would follow that. I think a lot of people outside of Conservative Conference, I mean, a lot of people outside of Conservative Conference might be a bit weirded out by Conservative Conference anyway, but let's not get into <laughs> that sort of existential question about why on earth we're here. Um, a lot of people outside of Conservative Conference may be a bit confused by why there are so many Tories mobbing a Prime Minister who had an explosively disastrous mini-budget and who um, crashed out of uh, the, the leadership a, a couple of weeks after her conference last year. Why are they getting her to? Why are they getting Liz Truss to, to sign copies of her plan for growth? What, what, why is this happening? Is the party just retreating into a weird sort of self-indulgent pre-opposition opposition? I think there's an there's an element about them in certain parts. What I would say is that remember, of course, that as Liam Halligan, the host of today's rally, said, you know, she was elected. Liz Truss was elected. She said it was not by the membership. Um, but I also think there's a sense that we and Katie has stressed this before in writing, and you know I've done as well, which is that. Liz Truss has really marketed herself to the membership. She's talking about the party, not the country. And so I really do get the sense, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, looking at the contenders and their off, et cetera. It's not like that. But you can really see, last night I was at the Conservative Democratic Organization uh, dinner. Priti Patel gave a very punchy speech. She fated Nigel Farage was there. Nigel Farage was today at the uh, Trust rally, sort of right one seat along from all those sort of Conservative um, ministers. So I'll be very interested in keeping an eye on how... The Conservative Party kind of fights the next leadership contest. That's a long way away, of course. You've got a general election. Who knows what will happen? 
We all know that kind of central office and the leadership have had many, many levers they can pull on these things. But there is a lot of talk underway about what the party looks like. Um, and, you know, you can see real tensions emerging on that front. And I think it's, it says perhaps a lot that I think most of the energy I've seen thus far, and maybe it's because I haven't been to such, you know, that things like the TRG midnight reception, but it seems to be more on the right of the party than, than the left at this current stand. Well, thank you very much, James. I'm very sorry that you didn't get to go to the TRG midnight reception, um, but we will bring you more from Conservative Conference on Coffee House Shots and the Evening Blend and on Coffee House. Thanks for listening.